Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to the High School Football Podcast, already in week nine of the high school football season. Really, really remarkable that it's already blown blown through this far. Uh, we're getting into playoff time as I bring in my co-host, Jeff King. Jeff, we're getting to playoff time, and there's been a lot of hot topics about the, uh, the playoff format and what should be going on in high school football here in San Diego. A lot of different uh, proposals thrown out there, but uh, going to be an interesting topic tonight. Yeah, definitely, Brady. And we talked about, we touched on it actually last week a little bit in terms of the format and what we thought is the best way to go about it. And I think that's kind of sparked up some conversation throughout um, the local uh, media circles and coaches and everything in between. So excited to hear from different people today, potentially, as far as what do they suggest. Again, for me, no one particular um, format or scenario is going to be perfect um, with anything, but um, interesting to see what people think. You know, you're going to have uh, pers- different perspectives from coaches, may- even maybe from parents and former players as far as what they think is going to be best. So uh, let's get to it. All right. And I think we should just kind of dive into this right now. And, you know, I, the thing that really sparked the, the conversation again, as you've seen, you know, multiple tweets and multiple you know, Facebook posts about how the high school football playoff format needs to be changed in San Diego. And, you know, I sent you the screenshot. I don't know if you're not part of – I don't think you're part of the Coach's Corner Facebook group, are you? No. Um, some of the guys that are in this right now are – but Achilles Smith put in there, the ranking system must add the human element dot, 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 and it opened up like a huge can of worms of, of debate and tons of replies and – um. And so I, I think I think definitely we got to get into the conversation here. The other the other person that made a comment uh, was Andrew Clark at San Pasquale. Um, I think he put it on Twitter if I'm not mistaken, and he explained you know kind of their, their situation um, when it comes to the high school football playoffs and determining the divisions beforehand and whatnot. So you know I, I think I've 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 put together you know and it's funny because like I had. Um, Labita reached out on Twitter. He's, you know, I, I, I thought his tweet was a little condescending, but, um, you know, a former CIF guy, um, you know, he, he kind of laid out the, well, if you had a great idea, like, why don't you bring it to a league office or whatever, and we could discuss it. And I don't know what politics means, but I, I'm going to be quite frank about it. I mean, anytime I come up with any type of idea, it immediately gets shut down with red tape because of administrators. And I think the biggest thing, I, I really think CIF should, should, have some type of outside committee that doesn't involve administrators to kind of spark ideas. Because in my opinion, in, in working with schools from a business side school, I mean, administrators are just constantly saying no. And in general, it's easy for them to say no because they're used to dealing with kids all the time. And when you deal with kids, it's like it's your way or the 14 year old's way. And we all know who's going to win that battle. But then they continue to do that with like adults outside of like the schools, and that's just not how the the world works. So, what I'm about to lay out has obviously some stuff that involves some red tape and some politics of how things are are are, are work. So I I fully understand that when I when I put this kind of proposal together, when it comes to you know school districts like running the leagues, right, and and there's other kind of red tape stuff, but there's 85 te- let's let's first let's just quickly talk about what what high school football uh, playoffs are in San Diego. 
they set the divisions before the season starts based on the last three years of work, really. And then they have different years that have different percentages. And then they, they build the divisions, got about 16 teams per division, 16 to 17 teams. There's 85 teams in San Diego High School football. And then at the end of the year, based on Cal Prep's rating system in that division, uh, you get the top 12 teams that go to the playoffs. And then in D1, all 16 teams make the playoffs because the top four go to the Open. Um, and I, I think we need to change that, obviously. I do think – I'm not a big believer in, like, got to add the human element. And the one question I have for anybody that was involved, like, well, yeah, you got to have the human element to, to talk about common sense. I want to know who's, who's getting screwed right now based on Cal Preps because I look at it 1 through 85, and I don't know who's getting screwed right now uh, aside from maybe division setup. So um, from that perspective, I, I like Cal Preps just in general because – they're almost they're, they've been a hundred percent accurate in in seeding things, um, but but here's here's where I want to and I want to throw out my idea. You know, Jeff, you could got to break it down, then we'll kind of open it up to to other people if they want to lay their ideas out there. So we have eighty five teams in San Diego, which splits evenly into seventeen five team leagues. So. 17 is not really a number that works out too well. So what I've done is, you know, one, one league is a small school league that's got 10 teams in it. And then in that league, you could, I mean, it's not that hard to figure out like kind of two divisions in that certain league and, you know, you could play it out. But essentially I've broken everything up into eight leagues that are only qualified for division one, open division, open or division one, division two, and then eight leagues that only qualify for the Division Three, Four, and Five playoffs. I think all playoffs need to be eight teams each. I think if you win your league, you automatically qualify for a playoff spot. And when it's all said and done, I think you go eight teams in the Open, eight in D1, eight in D2, eight in D3, eight in D4, eight in D5. Which means out of those 40 teams, out of the 40 teams that are – available for three divisions to make the playoffs. 24 of them will make the playoffs uh, where the, S, the the rest will not. So I, I, I think that's probably, the, to me, that would be the best way to do it. So how I, how I broke it down was I have, it's kind of like soccer um, relegation, if you will. So at the end of the year, I think you still can set your leagues like this where the top five teams that are North County schools are in the Avocado League, and then the next five are in the Palomar, and then the next five are in the Valley, and then the next five are just, I just made up a league because there's only three in North County would be in the mountains. So how I would lay this out was Carlsbad won, or the Avocado League would be Carlsbad, Michelle's, Torrey Pines, El Camino, LCC. Then the next five teams based on the Cal Preps rankings were Del Norte, San Marcos, Poway, RB, and Ramona. Those two leagues are the, can only qualify for the Open, Division One and Division Two, paired with the City, paired with the South Bay, paired with the South Bay Top Two school, uh, Leagues and the East County Top Two Leagues. So those are like kind of your 40 best teams, if you will. And then at the end of the season, out of all those 40 teams, I think you go by Cal Preps, you rank them. The top eight are in, D, are in the Open, the next eight are in D1, and the next eight – are in D2, and then the final, you know, whatever whatever teams are left are teams that don't make the playoffs. The other caveat I throw in there for playoffs is I think in San Diego, so 16 teams would make the playoffs. Uh, the last caveat I throw in there for the postseason would be you have to win at least four games to be, you know, like bowl eligible, but I would have, you know, four wins in order to be – uh, playoff eligible. So if you have like a good power rating, but you won like two or three games, um, you don't qualify. And then the next team is up that gets to go. And, um, you know, that kind of plays a little bit more fair for some of the teams that might be at the bottom end of, of what would be D2 in that top half. And then, so that's, that's how I would see that. And then, and then the same thing would happen. Everything's the same for the bottom leagues per region that have five team each, and then you do the same thing for D3, D4, um, and then D5. The other thing that I like about this, and again, this is this all involves red tape and everything, is I think that it builds in schedules already where you would have 
eight games already guaranteed, and then you go find two others, which I think is a huge thing for a lot of different uh, schools that are looking for games. So let's take the Western League, for example, and my proposal would be Lincoln Cathedral, Saints, Madison, La Jolla is the next best team. So those you'd play four league games, and then you would play the top league per region. So you would play the team that finished in your spot or that is equivalent to your spot in the standings in the North County would be another game. That's your fifth game. And then the same thing in the South Bay would be your sixth game. And the same thing in East County would be your seventh game. And then one cross league game against the league below you, which would be your eighth game. So, you know, if you're Lincoln and you're the number one team in the Western league, you would play Carlsbad out of the avocado. You would play modern day out of the Metro Mesa. You play Helix out of the Grossmont Hills. And then you play Scripps Ranch, out of the Eastern League, mixed with Cathedral, Saints, Madison, and La Jolla. That gives you eight games, and then you have two to fill in yourself uh, for the season. So that's kind of the general synopsis. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screenshot this, and I think I could like throw it on. I'll throw it on Twitter uh, to kind of break down how I'd lay it out. But that's, that's to me how you would set it up, and then I'd go the, the, eight, the eight teams per you cut a round out of the playoffs. Um, you get to sit, start the season a little bit later than you would, and and that's how I'd run with it. So I'm gonna let you kind of digest that as much as you can, and then we'll we'll kind of open up the forum. And, and if there's any ideas that popped in your head when we were talking about that, you can go ahead and, and throw it in there. So what it sounds like to me, your model kind of is similar to how the NFL does their scheduling, right? Correct. You know, like let's the Eagles, you know, right now they're playing the first place schedule. So they're playing the first place team of every division this year as a, and in addition, they're also playing whatever divisions they were picked uh, to play that particular season. So my question to you, and I think I like that. Um, I know we talked about last year or last week that, you know, you're not really a big fan of open division, but the way the format, if you were to do this format, it kind of makes sense to do it. Are you concerned or worried about maybe the variance of certain teams in terms of, and I guess NFL is, is, is that to a certain degree, but let's just say there is a team that's very senior-related and they finish second in, in their league, right? And let's just say it's whatever the case may be. And they have a, they go far semifinals. But then the next year, their roster's gutted. So now they play this really tough schedule, even though they're not really probably meant to play that schedule. Um, do you see that scenario happening a lot? Or it will just be one off to the point where you're, um, it won't be, a, that won't be a factor. Well, here's here. So I was thinking about that because you'd have to do like, you, you can't like make the league as you go, right? You can't like in the middle of the season be like, "All right, yes, this is not. Let's yep. here's our league now." So I think you have to have some type of element of what they did the year before. But the, the things what, what's around that though, it's 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 all based on your Cal Preps ratings. So if you get you know, and it, it there's there's you really you just got you got to be in the top twenty four out of forty teams to make the postseason and just by playing good competition, your rating's going to be good. You know? So it, the thing is, is you would have to win four games or whatever in order to do it. But like, I think there needs to be an element Jeff of like actually earning a playoff spot and not just giving it away to everybody because we, we've gotten into this age of like just handing out awards all the time. And, and I think eventually it's like, there's only so many, there's only so many teams that are like could, could win a championship, and there's there's teams that might think they deserve to win a championship because you know they're better than you know some teams like they're way below them. But you got to stop comparing yourself to teams that are like way below you. It's it's like it's like a, like the eighth best team in the SEC complaining that you know South Dakota State won the FCS championship, saying, "Well, we could have won that," but it's your, it's a different it's a different level. So by this kind of standard that we have here in the, in the, in the relegating system, you know, I think it opens up the door for, you know, getting the benefit of playing in a higher league. Cause the higher the league you are, the better the competition you're going to play, which means the better the rating you're going to get and the more likely you're going to be able to make the playoffs. And I think at four wins, I mean, you have two 
in my proposal, you'd have two open weeks where you'd be able to, you know, schedule whoever you want. Um, you know, you win those two games and then you get two other wins against teams that are going to be your caliber. Cause again, you're going to be playing schools that are your caliber in essence. Um, you'd be eligible for the playoffs. Yeah, I see that. I mean, it's like the college football model in the sense that, you know, we, you know, people who advocate 16 team or this big old, this big, you know, playoff format. At the end of the day, we know in college, especially in college football, there's only going to be about, what, four to 16 that we think is going to win the national championship. And the same goes in high school, honestly. Especially, you know, when you have, you know, teams in a competitive league and you're comparing them to teams in lower level. Obviously, there's exceptions as far as maybe a team that's really good. But generally speaking, I mean, look at who's won open division and division one the past, what, you know, five, ten years. If we were to expand that or change the rankings or do anything of, you know, that nature, from that nature or just really, you know, have a drastic change, I don't think the outcome would be any different. There might be maybe a minor change, but outside of that, I think the cream always will rise to the top. Well, yeah, I mean, at the end of the, at the, the, end end of the day, you got to win, right? I mean, the good teams yeah. are still going to win. I just, I think it's a, I think it's just a better, I think it's a better format because it's built-in games, which I think is a new. I think that's a problem now, is for a lot of schools is finding games, and finding teams that are willing to play you. I mean, that's a huge problem. I think you avoid that with this kind of format while still giving you two games of freedom. Um, you know, I think it makes it cut and dry. Uh, and I, and I, and I mm-hmm. think it kind of incorporates the Southern section format of seeding everything at the end of the year and based on division. So like, you know, if you're like mission Bay, right. Let's take Del Norte, for example. So Del Norte and this, you know, this kind of proposed idea would be, you know, the best team in the Palomar league. So they would be the number one team in the second league in North County, which would make them eligible for either the open D one or D two. And, you know, they'll get seated in a spot that fits them. And, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, a school like Ramona, um, you know, that's the last team in the Palomar league. You know, if you, if, if, if you have a, you know, that a, a, a bad year and you get, you, get bump, you get bumped down one spot, if you have a good year, then, you know, you're competing for maybe a D2 spot instead of getting this predetermined division. You're really you're you're playing for three different divisions that you could potentially be in. I think it opens up the playing field a little bit more for for different schools that might be there. Yeah, I can I definitely see where you're coming from, and I'm not definitely I'm definitely not opposed to that. And in terms of you know, I do like the kind of NFL type format as far as playing teams of your I guess caliber or placing. Um, I think that's a good starting point. So you kind of have an idea going into the season, you know, what your power ranking is going to look like and, and how you're going to fare off of that. So I think it's a way to kind of just, I want to say even the playing field, but kind of have some standard, you know, um, congruency across the board, so to speak. So I posted on this. I think, I think I did it right. I think it's a comment on the thing. I posted the graphic. So if you guys can, I don't know if anybody can see it. So that's how it would basically look like. So anything in red, any team that's in red is competing for open D1 and D2. Anything in the blue would be Division 3, 4, and, and, and really 5. I didn't mark 5 on there. Um, the thing that, that, that hurts a little bit is there are certain areas of San Diego that are a little bit better than others. So from that standpoint, it might be a little bit more it's, – it's kind of unfair. Um, so I guess you could, you could theoretically kind of mix that if you wanted to, but – you know, based off this, it, it keeps it keeps as many teams within their own league um, requirements as possible. The one thing that I know that like, would kind of gripe some people is, you know, you have to in order to make it smooth. I mean, and you have to deal with the nine Imperial League schools, so the Imperial League and the Desert. I combine them with East County, so you know there might be a little bit more travel for some of the East County schools um, in comparison. Uh, to like the city schools that are left untouched because there's a perfect 20 uh, when it comes to the city schools in San Diego. Like North County's got 19 schools, City League's got 20, South Bay's got 13, um, small schools uh, were about 10, and then um, East County had 11 schools and Imperial County had nine schools. Uh, so I combined East County and Imperial to make a clean 20. 
I took Orange Glen from the small school since it's a public school um, and put them in the North County group to make give them a perfect 20. Um, and then I took seven schools from the small schools um, and incorporated that with the South Bay group. And then um, I put um, – or, or I tried to – actually what I did was I, I took two schools. I took Mountain Empire and O'Farrell Charter. Uh, I know O'Farrell Charter is a, a, is a public school, but um, – I put them in Mountain Empire because they're not like private Christian schools, if you will, which is like basically everybody else uh, with the exception of a couple, um, you know, that I put in there as well. But, you know, that, that's just kind of what I did. I mean, obviously those can move around and stuff. Um, but I, I, I think not – I think fixing the playoffs is one thing, but I think you have to kind of fix the way all the leagues are set up because right now it's like, you know, some leagues are four teams, the others are like seven and they're all kind of over all over the place, and it's not it's not a clean cut thing when where you can make it just clean cut in in San Diego and make it self explanatory. Where you know, based on this, I mean, you know what you got. You know, if you're if you're in the top ten in, in North County, you're you're in a in a spot competing for the open D one or D two, and based on how you do that year, how you stack up against teams your caliber will be um, will be uh, you know your determining factor where your playoff spot is. Yeah, it's uh, definitely an interesting proposal that you, you make there, Braden. And I'm curious to see what other people think or how they would respond to that and see how they would challenge you. But um, I definitely some strong points there. And again, no system that we have is going to be perfect, but um, I definitely would be a proponent of that. And uh, I, I do want to open it up and see if anybody else got any ideas. I don't know how you, how you do that on here. I think it's like a request to speak or something like that. And if you put that in there, I'll, yeah, they have to ask. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll jump on it. So kind of open forum. Anybody that wants to chime in, uh, any critiques on the um, on the proposal or or uh, any ideas that they got themselves, love to hear. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast anybody out there i do want to ask i know they might be listening 
I do want to ask um, Adam Paul, who's uh, one of our representatives in East County, um, you know, what he thinks. I mean, obviously, East County would be kind of affected by this, and he knows the way things are and the red tape that's out there. So um, wouldn't mind having EC Preps jump in. But um, unless anybody else has any comments, I mean, we could kind of talk about it a little bit. Brady and it's Adam. What's going on, Adam? Hey. I actually like your proposal. I think it sounds really good. So, okay, I'll use my, I'll use the school I went to, Santana, as an example. There's no way we should be in the hills on the hillside. No way in heck playing against Helix and Granite and Steel Canyon and stuff. No way. We we can't compete at that. They can't compete at that level. And so, I actually like your proposal. Uh, you know of what you what you guys mentioned. Um, like you said, you'd have to figure out the whole league structure because right now you got the Valley side with the most teams in um, in, in the Grossmont Conference. Um, I, I know the whole caveat was, was Mount Miguel should be over on the hillside because of how good they are since they got all those transfers um, and players and stuff. Um, I mean, teams like West Hills. I mean, I know West Hills beat beat Grossmont last week or whenever that was, but there's no way that they, you know, they can compete with the Granite and the Helixes and so forth. I uh, yeah, I know that. And I don't know if you could see the uh, the picture I put on there. I, I I only saw it on your timeline. I I don't see any video. That's just a picture of the uh, okay of like the league breakdown. The season ended today is kind of like how I how I did it for like next season. Yeah, uh, your gross month because you have to you have to kind of incorporate the imperial schools with the with East County, sure. which I know would be a major red tape break. But I I think it's doable. Uh, but but you know what though the the majority of the the majority of the East County schools play those teams though. Right, they already play those schools anyway. Yeah. Um. So this is this is what based on Cal Preps the 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 East County League. The top league would be Helix, and again, this is based on your ranking from right now. Your your sure. it would be Helix, Granite, Mount McGill, Central, and Brawley, which is kind okay. of brutal, um, you know, yeah. for for Central and Brawley. But that's just how it is right now. And then your Grossmont Valley League would be Steel, West Hills, Imperial, Santana, El Cap, and then your Imperial League would be El Cajon Valley, Grossmont, Holtville, Vincent Memorial, Calexico. And then your desert league would be Palo Verde Valley, Valhalla, Southwest El Centro, Monta Vista, and Calipatria. So to me, the, the mm-hmm. biggest gripe I would have is like the East County kind of gets hosed in a sense that it is a large portion. I mean, you're, you're going basically going back to the days of um, Imperial County back when it used to be part of San Diego County. And that's just all right, East right. County. Um, but I think it gives yeah. you an incentive to be, you know, a little bit better. I mean, uh, most of the time, the, the the schools out here are going to be better than the imperial schools, with the exception of maybe one or two. Um, so if you play at a yeah. higher level, you'll be, you know, your travel is going to be theoretically a lot less. Um, but I, I like the I like yeah. the league component in the sense that the the built in schedule. I mean, I was talking to a coach this week about how diff we're we're talking about, you know, potentially playing each other next year and. It's so difficult to find to find games for a lot of these a lot of these schools because not right. a lot of schools want to play. Yeah. Um, and this this yeah, way, I, yeah. you know, you get you get a schedule. Nobody really has to go find games. You're not making all these teams go out of town, and if they want to go out of town twice, they can go out of town twice. Yeah, because like like I said, I'll use Santana as an example. Three games in a row against the big boys, they lost players to broken clavicle bones, who would have really helped them. And had they stayed, you know, because right now they're third, they're the third ranked team in Division Four, behind um, I believe it's Westview and uh, Mount McGill's number one, I, I believe it is. And you know, if if the guys would have, you know, if we would have been on the Valley side and we'd be healthy, I mean, we would have had a they would, Santana would have had a clear shot to, to make it into the D four game and get pro- pro- probably against Mount McGill and. I mean, like I said, I, I don't know. I, you have to feel like I said you have to figure it out. I, I, I like your like your proposal. Um, like I said, you, you would just have to figure that out and somehow convince <laughs> convince the uh, 
the um, the first the athletic directors and then the administrators and what. Well, the administrators hang everything up. I mean, I've in my time yeah, working no, at ninety seven through the fan. I mean, dealing with administrators oh, yeah. has been the biggest headache, and they they oh, treat yeah. everybody like a child because they're used to dealing with children, and they don't they don't come <laughs> up with any ideas. You know, I there, there's a guy yeah. that calls in our show all the time on the John Gutierrez show, uh, Kevin. And he yeah. like, and I, I've, I've told him on air before, you know, he, he's just a no guy. Like he, he's the guy that, that is constantly <laughs> saying we do this wrong. We do that wrong. And there's no solutions. And that's right. what, that's what administrators are. They're not, they're not people usually. And I, you know, this is no disrespect to any administrators on here. I just, they're, they're, they, there's just no, there's no sense of trying to find solutions. It's just like problems and it's like well here's a problem here's I'd be, a problem i'd be interested hearing what i'd be interested hearing what like what brian uh, like what uh, coach brian i see he's on and um you know some of the other coaches have to say about this yeah i mean i think it's a, a, a to me it's 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 a proposal to me that i came up with that it's strictly about the best way of determining stuff on the field and like i said i understand the politics and in high school football and all that other stuff. I mean, there's a lot of red tape that had to go through it. And, but, you know, I, I, I had CIF guys say, like, I don't really know what you're talking about when it comes to politics. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. This is the politics. Of, yeah, I, there's, they, know, yeah. They, know, they know exactly yeah, the, what the, you're talking about. Yeah, the condescending about. tweet kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I would like to get um, Coach Brian's uh, opinion on, on, on this kind of proposal, me and him. Uh, shoot text all the time with Cal preps and different playoff formats. And um, we're, right. we're two, you know, two guys that coach at schools that are obviously impacted with trying to find games all the time. So what, what are your, yeah. what are your oh, thoughts yeah. there, Brian? Hey, thanks for having me. Um, so I, I love the proposal that you have as far as the, the breakdowns for the, the different uh, leagues and everything. Um, my thing is I, I love being able to go out and get games, on any level that we can get, if they're going to be big games that can help us propel to towards, uh, you know, um, higher rankings, that should be what we're looking to achieve. Just like I know you stated that you're looking to win the open division. Well, in theory, we should be looking to win the open division in the state, right? So if that's not your goal, you have to be able to take some game sometimes that's going to get you to that spot. So, you know, maybe we want to reach out to play some of these teams that have higher power rankings, whether it's, you know, in the state or outside the state or um, right in different sections. So I do like it, what you propose. Two games, it seems like, might be tough. And depending on who you have in your league, um, some of those leagues, it doesn't, it doesn't work out well. Like, if you look at Modern Day's league, they've actually played much tougher teams um, in their uh, last couple years, they've played you guys, they've played right. us, they've played Carlsbad, um, and now they're going to end up in league, and they're they're not going to be able to make those points up because the strength of schedule in that league is not, you know, unfortunately, it's just not very, right. very good. But but it, in my proposal, I mean, if they're the number one team out of the South Bay, they'd be playing the number one team out of the city league, which would be you guys, and then it would be the number one team in North County, which would be Carlsbad, two teams that are already on their schedule. Number one team at East County would be Helix, and then they would play. You know, obviously they get the one the one game, and I think you got to do one game against the, the 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 league right below you in your area, just in case there are there there is a team that you know might have a good class. Um, so modern day, so let's take about modern day for example. You brought them up. Their schedule in this proposal for next year would be East Lake, Chula Vista, Otay Ranch, and Sweetwater. They already play for. Um, Metro League games anyway. And then there are other games that they would have that are assigned to be Helix because they're currently the best Cal Preps rated team in the East County. It would be Lincoln. It would be Carlsbad. So, and then they would play Benita. So those would be their eight games, and then we'd leave them an option with, with, two, with two open spots where they could you know try to find somebody else um, either in town to play or those big games, as you mentioned, I agree with you, Brian. I mean, I, I like playing the bigger games. I have a lot more fun, um, you know, playing the, the Chaminades on the road and, and traveling and, and playing Liberty and um, De La Salle and Fulls. I mean, all, and, and all the schools that, that we personally have played in the past. 
Um, you know, but play, I think playing two is probably good, especially with like some of the other schools you get to play in town that are pretty big. I, I think it would be better for us as a section to have as many evenly matched games um, between the big boys, between the, the, the guys in the middle and the guys at the bottom as, as, as possible and, and, and try to avoid as many mismatches as possible. And I, I think in this kind of realm, you, you only really set yourself up for maybe one or two mismatches um, you know, per team per year um, out of this proposal. And again, I mean, none of them, none of them are perfect. I mean, you're never going to find a perfect match, but um, I, I, I do, I do hear what you're saying on that. I mean, cause you guys go out and play in Hawaii and uh, go play up in the Bay area and play in LA and Vegas and all that fun stuff. And I think those are great. I think those are great opportunities for the kids too. Um, you know, so I wish, I wish, you know, I, I to me, it's just kind of, it's simpler to, to do it like that. Or maybe you just play, um, the teams in the top half and you eliminate that cross league game in your um, kind of region of San Diego. That's, that's another thing you could do as well. Yeah. I think if you had a, a, the third game, that would definitely be more enticing. Cause like I said, with the turnover, the turnover rate, like we said, if we'll just take modern day as an example, you know, this year, I don't know what their numbers are coming back next year, but if they win that league this year and they're the number one in that in that uh, that league coming back next year, but they're not as strong, and then their numbers are uh, their power ranking numbers are, are a little lower, then that's going to impact all those number one seeds now who are essentially looking to you know play at a higher level. The um, so the other thing too is you know we're all kind of viewing this as a. Um, you know, from, from like a top down kind of deal. And, you know, obviously um, I'm a little bit more biased because the, the school that I, I went to and I coach at is, is, is one of the, the, the bigger schools when it comes to football in, in town. But, you know, do we have any coaches that are in here that are, they're at, you know, some smaller schools that, that want to weigh in on, on this and, and either what they like or what they, they don't like. And, and if, if you are like, feel free to, to, to jump in. Uh, I'd love to hear your perspective as, as well. Do you have any takers in there? If not, at any point in time you want to chime in, you can just uh, request to uh, to speak, and we'll we'll, we'll get you on. Um, so that that's kind of how the leagues would work uh, in terms of like the playoff itself. Um, I, I think it still needs to be based on cow preps. I know a lot of people were talking about the human element, and, I, and I'll ask I'll ask you, Jeff. Um, you know, as, as as we get back to kind of some more of the podcast, and again, if you want to weigh in, just just feel free to. Uh, uh, chime in and and uh, and ask the request to speak. But you know, do you, do you think there needs to be a, a human element to it uh, when it comes to to kind of seed in the playoffs, or do you like the 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 way Cal Preps kind of does things and and uh, and just just kind of let the computers do the thing? Jeff, gotcha. Oh, sorry. I had the uh, mic off. Yeah. Uh, repeat the first part of the question because uh, you're, you were cutting in and out. The, 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 the conversation on you know, whether whether should be a little bit of a human element to the Cal Preps um, determination of, of seeding the playoffs. Personally, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's I think you muddy the waters a little bit by adding the human element. I think you just got to stick with it and you know, I'm I'm open for I'm open for debate on on who's getting screwed right now with with the cow preps thing because I don't I I look at it like one through eighty five and I don't really have too many discrepancies with with some of it. But again, you know, everybody has their their um their biases uh, that are you know under under the you know behind the scenes, if you will. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. It'd be one thing winning and missing on a bunch of and they were being misseated. You know, teams have the reserve. Okay. It seems that Kyle Fresh is pretty legit and as far as slotting these teams. Case, okay, so why do we need to add that? I mean, I think you want to with a list want to be as objective as and as much as it's an objective thing. Now, yes, humans put day, it's objective. Um, when you start having coaches in and and do or will biases or whatever the case, I think we're just opening up a can of worms there. And my thing is the adding. What would the human element we're missing? I see that. I don't see anything outside. You're telling me coaches are watching all these games. Yes, they can this and that, but I don't think we're missing uh, significant in these ratings. So I would be open to it, I guess. I'm going to have to convince what are we required. Yeah, I am. I I mean, I I just, again, I'm looking at it right now, and I just, I don't see, like, where the errors are. I mean, every, everybody is in this, like, in the country. Like, every team in the country is in CalPreps, and they accurately predict games. I mean, to, like, to a T. You know, they they picked Lincoln forty two to seven last week against Saints. Lincoln Lincoln won forty two to seven. I mean that, that that's like insane how accurate that is. And that, that was kind of an anomaly. But they're they're usually within like a couple of points here and there of of accurate predictions based on their rating system. Again, this the system that Cal Preps uses that was taken by Max Preps. It's the same thing. It's the same ranking system. For I, I don't want to go down that that rabbit hole, but. Cal Preps and Max Preps use the same rating system. It was designed for gambling. It's designed to get a spread. I mean, Ned Freeman came up with it for gambling purposes of getting a spread and and like being able to to bet on NFL and college games. And he's they've incorporated it now to high school football, and it's so accurate um, that that's that organizations now and sections uh, are using it to seed the playoffs. I mean, to me. You know, the people that are usually against Cal Preps are the people that are afraid of it because it's a formula they don't understand. But, you know, I don't need to know what's in the formula to understand that it works because the, the data shows that it works. And the years that they've used Cal Preps to seed the playoffs when they were seeding the Open, the favorite won every single time. And you might sit there and go like, and I've said this multiple times in this podcast, but you sit there and go, well, it's not really fun if the top four seeds win all the time. And you know what people did? Instead of just like letting it play out, they just got rid of four teams because they're like, oh, they're never going to win. It's not fair. After five years of playing with eight eight teams, which is not a big big enough sample size, it was just like, well, it's unfair. The top four teams win all the time, and you know the, the fifth best team in the county needs to win a CIF championship, so let's let's make a D1 playoff with, with 12 teams. I totally disagree with all of that logic and all of that thinking. Um, you know, I think they pulled the plug on it uh, a little bit too early, but the best way to, to determine whether or not Cal Preps is right is by looking at the data, and the data shows that the favorites are winning. They seeded the playoffs correctly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like I said, there's no – again, you we mentioned it. If there is was an issue with the seedings, and yes, I would say let's change it. Let's have a discussion. But it seems like they're hitting, hitting it on the nail. Uh, hitting, you know, they're hitting it hitting it uh, correctly. So if it ain't broke, why, why fix it type of deal? I agree. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I'm with it. I don't think, I think they've been solid. 
I think the champions that we've had have been a great representation of the city and the talent and, and how good these teams are. And uh, I can't, like I said, off the top of my head, really can't even think of a scenario in the past handful of years where it's like, okay, this team was unjust or this team got robbed. It's been pretty spot on. So if that's the case, can, let's just continue to use that and then find other ways potentially to make it better. But as far as the rankings go, I think I think I think we're good, man. We got a couple of people weighing in. Up, Brian, who was talking to us, put you went all in on this. I don't want to change anything other than ranking the divisions at the end of the season, which is exactly what I would do in this. Um, I think you I think you see the playoffs and see the best eight teams in D one, and the next eight teams are in D two, and the next eight are in D three, uh, and so on and so are actually open open eight D one eight D two eight, and then so on and so forth. And the other one is. Uh, uh, Coach, is it Lennis? Granite Hills uh, varsity coach. He goes, your new league setup eliminates the need for a human element with how you have it. The ranking will be better for the teams that think they deserve a certain position in the postseason. It does eliminate the human element, I think. I mean, at this point, it's like this is, these are the leagues and, and you're going to play against good teams and your rating system is going to tell you where you're at and you know, there's no hiding with like we're seven and one. We played a strength of schedule that's a negative, um, which I think is a big thing. I mean, I had, you know, somebody called into our show, uh, the John Gutierrez show the other day, and was upset with the the San Diego Union Tribune top ten, which I voted and I enjoy voting in that, um, because Cathedral was ranked ten with their record, and Mission Bay. Who's seven and one was not in the top ten, and I was like, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. They're seven and one. I mean, they have a strength of schedule of negative six point three to a point, and I didn't want to get into the conversation on air, but it's like, and, it, and the fact that it involves my school in general is, is 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 tough to talk about. I mean, I don't I don't like using it, but I, I don't think there's any, and this is not like by any means like any type of. Um, Talking, talking shit, because I'm not. But, like, if Cathedral lined up against Mission Bay on Friday, what's the outcome of that game? Like, what, I mean, what's, what's the, the, like, the theoretical outcome of that game? It's like, it's probably, it's the game, it's not even a game. And I think the same thing can be said about a lot of different games that, that we've seen. It's like, yeah, I mean, they're seven and one, it's great, but it's like, I think they need to be in a league and a division that's, comparable to their talent and I think it's going to set up and at least the proposal I try, I try to I try to put it in a sense that you're having teams especially in the playoffs you got to evenly matched teams going against each other in the playoffs for good matchups somebody Adam are you trying to jump in there well, you were saying what kind of game? It would probably be like our uh, Santana versus Helix's game last week, where it would be running clock pretty much the whole second half. So, yeah, I, I just I feel like a lot of people that don't like the Cal Prep system, you know, I think they um, value like the overall record a little bit too much. You guys are talking. You guys are talking about human element. You, I, I keep thinking back to I keep thinking of my cousin who's a professional gambler and, and handicapper. And he uses human element to determine the, you know, spread, you know, winners and winners and all that. Was like, okay, is this is uh, teammate's quarterback injured? Uh, things like that. I've never seen a system that we, unless you're saying that uh, Cal Preps, like you said, you say it, it uses it was for gambling. It, it, uh, I've never seen a system that we've ever used take into consideration an injury or suspension or ineligible player when it comes, you know, when it comes to, you know, rankings and things like that. And like I said, I, that, that, that's what, you know, what I think of when it, when it comes down to human element, but you know, I, I, and that's what everybody was missing. I, like I said, I'm not, it doesn't matter to me. I just wanted to, you know, explain what I thought the human element. part. Well, that is, that is a pretty good point. Like, you know, if you're, you know, let's just say like, I don't want to say it. Let's just say team, I'm going to say team A, because I don't want to like, I don't want to say anybody gets hurt. But like, let's say team A is like on the cusp of making the open division. Like they're, they're an open division team right now. 
you know, just, you know, just a this hypothetical situation. And, you know, they, they, they beat a bunch of good teams at the beginning of the year. And then they lose their like starting center quarterback. I mean, they just have like, they get like three terrible injuries over the last three weeks of the year. And it's not even close to being the same team, but the rating is still legit. You think there should be a human element that says like, look, like this team's not, they're not going to be able to survive the, the open. And they had a great year, but it's like, it's probably better off for them to be in D1. If I'm not mistaken, I think didn't that happen to Poway last year? Didn't they lose somebody or like he got banged up or something like that? It seemed like a different team, and it was like the, the running back. Yeah, is that what happened? I'm well, pretty sure. Nobody, there was flip flopping, and when they, I guess when they did the vote between Poway and whoever it was, um, the Poway coach he he just volunteered, which is good, which is said, good well, for well, him. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather have yeah. a coach say we want to be in the open. I think it would have been bad news yeah. if he said like we're not in. You know, we'll take D one. Because uh, I forgot, I uh, I remember because it was explained that the the powerpoints last year were so tight with each other they were tied and or something like that and and the Poway coach was like ah forget it we'll 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 take the open right I th- there was something like that so like like in that perspective like, yeah like let's say like Poway's running back last year goes down and he and he's like their main guy and yeah. you know and he can't play. Yeah, you because know, he goes down in the last week of the season. You know, do you want to bring in a human? But aren't you? But aren't you penalizing the entire team? I you see. I, I agree with that too. They, Jeff. They've they've earned. They've put themselves in a position to play this game, and injuries is part of the game. It just I happens. I mean, it sure. just it's just the element that we can't take out. And that's the unknown and expected. So I think it would be a, a total disservice to Team A if that was to happen. Right. Now, yes, I agree. Would they be at a disadvantage? Of course. But Is it the same team? Friends, no, but I, I no, agree with you, but Jeff. But they mean, earned their yeah. way there. It's like, I mean, look at a situation like in college. Let's look what? at Georgia right now. I mean, they lost Brock Bowers, who's probably the best tight end in the country, one of the best players in the country. The polls are not going to drop them down just because he's not there. They're going to let, let him play it out in the field. Now, obviously, if they lose and you know the, and whatnot, they'll fall off the rankings. But to just say, okay, well, we know they're not going to be able – not the same team. We don't even – yes, it's true, but you got to give them the chance to rally, rally the See, now, now, now you're getting into Now you're getting into like college football playoff committee BS, and we all know that they screw that up all the time. <laughs> By by over <laughs> by overthinking it by overthinking it like like yes. you're right there right so, it's like and, and that that was all that I wanted to, you know my thought was because like I said I've heard a, I I've heard in my vast coverage of prep sports since they've gone to the, all these new weird systems every year well what if player A from from team A gets to you know is Potentially going to he committed a rules infraction, a team infraction, or a school infraction, but he ends ends up playing um, on that Friday night when he should have been suspended. What are we are we rewarding teams? I mean, I, I've heard it all, guys. I mean, and I don't really don't know what to say. I don't. I it's. Uh, I was never part of these meetings because it was before my time of coaching, but they were happening when I was still playing. I mean, the seating meetings. I I just feel like there's not enough. <laughs> There's not enough coaches that remember the seeding meetings and how insane oh, and how insane those meetings were to seed the oh, playoffs yeah. where you got, you know, coaches hyping up teams that they played and there's the little alliances yeah. and then saying this team's not very good because they wanted to play or like we're not very good because we want the seven seed instead of the five seed. I mean, that's terrible. I, I, why, why muddy the waters with the human element? Does the, just let the computer do its thing. Yeah, it because uh, like I said, our example before we went to all this new system stuff was 2010 Santana. We or we went uh, one 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 in nine, and <laughs> Coach Gro- Co- Coach Gro- Dave Gross tells the rep I forgot who it was for the, our league at the time to said to him he called him and said no 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 don't we because we were going to make the playoffs and he's like no we don't want to make be in the playoffs. And the guy didn't get the message or something. We ended up being the playoff, getting in the playoffs and playing um, Olympian. It was like their first or second year, and Gil, Coach Gil Warren was the coach. And we ended up getting hammered, and we ended up finishing one in ten. And we're like, we what are we doing here, guys? 
That's like the one thing because, you know, even in that proposal I said, I, I think you have to have – I think you do need to add a minimum requirement for how many wins get you in the playoffs. I don't think you have to be 500 or better because based on this, I mean, there's going to be a lot of good teams that are playing good teams that probably deserve to make the playoffs. Um, they might have four. But I think like three or four wins is probably a safe standard. I mean, if you if you have less than four wins – you know, to finish the season. I mean, you're just, it's just, it's just not a good year and you probably shouldn't be in the playoffs anyway, coming from, you know, me who coaches at a school that currently has three wins. I mean, like, it's just, it's not been that great of a year. Um, and if, you know, if we didn't make the playoffs, I, it's not, I mean, we'd be upset. Yeah. Cause we'd want to be in the playoffs, but at the same time, it's like, it'd be understandable. And I don't speak for the entire coaching staff, obviously. I just speak for myself. But it's just like I'd be like, we got to be better, you know. We got we got to we got to win more than three games. You got you got to win more than four games, you know, to to to, to think about a, a postseason. I, I I'm still a huge say, advocate, but I do think too many teams make the playoffs in, in San Diego high school football. I mean, it's just like twelve teams per. Everybody in D one makes the playoffs is a joke. It's just, it's just dumb. Um, so I don't. I that's that's kind of the proposal I had, and that's kind of like what the podcast was this week. That was very um, interesting topic of discussion in the coach's corner today. Again, if you want to chime in, uh, just request to uh, to speak or whatever, uh, we'll get to you. But uh, overall, I mean, I obviously like the proposal. I came up with it. I just, you know, I, I don't I don't think it's like good enough for to be talked about CIF because of all the, the politics and red tape, but I think it definitely should be considered. Agreed. Agree with you, my man. Any other uh, holes we could punch in this thing? I mean, yeah, I'm sure I can find a bunch later, but... No, good, healthy conversation. I think this will... Uh... It's not the last time we'll be talking about no, it. Well, just wait for the playoffs to get seated this year. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, so that will lead to another uh, podcast. Is well, my my guy Brian, I'm my guy sure. my guy Brian's got scenarios for so many different teams that could potentially make the uh, the open, and people are going to be fuming if certain whoa, whoa, teams whoa, whoa, whoa. happen. Slow down. Slow down. You got you got teams like <laughs> yeah. There's teams are in it, and people. That, that's the other thing too. It's like I think there's a sense with the Cal preps where it's like you don't know. It's not like it's not like the NFL, right? Where it's like, all right, we need to win, and then we need we need a granite loss, a Mission Hills loss, and a Tory tie or win to make the postseason. It's like, well, I really hope Liberty wins, right? Or like, like there's there's games that are happening in New Jersey. There are games That's that are happening in New thing. Jersey that are affecting the power rating for our teams here in San Diego, and it's just, it's it's such a wild it's a wild card. I don't know, to me, it's exciting. I'm sure a lot of head coaches get gray hair and lose hair and lose sleep over it, but um, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, this weekend, there's a lot of games out of town that are going to affect our San Diego team's power ratings. Yeah, yeah, crazy stuff, man. So nobody else has any uh, other topics. I think I'll do it for the uh, podcast. Appreciate all the uh, – listener support and and different ideas thrown out there and if there's anything uh you want to add or or uh you know we'll uh cheap us about adding uh with us on the on the spaces feel free to leave a comment uh or tweet at me b underscore s-u-r-p and uh, we can talk about it and if you have any other ideas you want to throw out there we can talk about the podcast uh next week i love the live interaction uh this week it was a good time jeff always great catching up with you appreciate it Thank you as always, man. We'll do it again next week. Brian, Adam, thanks for jumping in. Thanks for uh, that was a great, great help and good insight as well. Much appreciated. Talk to you guys uh, next week on the podcast on Spaces. If you missed any of this, you can re- listen back uh, once we are done. You can also check it out on the Odyssey app uh, and wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for tuning into the uh, High School Football Podcast. And we'll uh, talk to you soon. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.